This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 475 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Our sponsors this week are Horselovers.com and you, our terrific auditor. Well, it's time for Equestrians Have Talent, round two. Kristen from Horse Nation and I bring you the second round of entries, and then you can go vote on the winners over the next week like you did last week. Thank you so much for participating. Plus, the Horselovers.com product review of the week is the Ovation Ladies Olympia Tall Dress Boots. Listen in. Well, this is Glenn the Geek, and you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Today, we have a For You Round 2 of Equestrians Have Talent. Round 1 was so much fun, and you should have heard at the beginning of the show who won last week. Congratulations to that winner. We're actually recording this part ahead of time, so you should know who won. That winner will be back in the finals coming up. So this is Round 2. You're going to hear all of the different entries, and you're going to want to go vote for your winners. The voting will be open for one week until next thursday when we'll have round three we got a good reaction that people had a lot of fun with round one and i think you will today as well so here we go round two equestrians have talent and now we bring you equestrians have talent with your hosts glenn and Kristen. Well, hi, everybody. I am Glenn from the Stable Scoop Radio Show, host of the show. And with me this week is Kristen from Horse Nation. Hi, Kristen. Hi, Glenn. You can't see me, but, you know, with that schmaltzy intro, I'm wearing, you know, a very glittery ball gown. Oh, good. So, yes, know, great. The spirit okay, of Vanna, thanks for representing. <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> ready to turn the numbers now and the letters. Got my hair done. Yep. <laughs> she made a bazillion dollars doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and here I am. And here you are <laughs> on my show. Good job, Kristen. Good job. Well, we are in round two of Equestrians Have Talent. Thank you, everybody, for joining us again. And thank you for all your voting last week. We appreciate that. You heard the winner at the beginning of the show. That person is going to come back for the finale. Now we have round two. We have eight more wonderful entries for you and uh once again we have a little bit of a variety like we did last week so we're hoping to surprise you if you want to vote on this week's entries you have to go to equestrianshavetalent.com right after you listen to this go to equestrianshavetalent.com and vote the player will also be there so if you want to listen to them again when you go to the page you'll be able to do that as well and we're going to list them like we did last week by name and then what they did so it'll kind of give you a reminder of of who was who uh and if you like the specific thing so are you ready Kristen, for number one i am i don't know how it can get better than last week but i bet it can well this one this one was a little longer so what we're gonna do is we're gonna play two minutes of this one and then we're if you want to hear the full version uh because it's really good but we we're trying to keep in time here so if you want to hear the full version we'll play it at the end of the show there's two of those today we're going to do that with so again we're going to play two minutes of this one if you want to hear the full go to the end of the show and right after we do the product review and you'll hear the full versions of two of these today so here we go this is cindy and mark i think they're husband and wife Thank you. 
pack it in and buy a pickup Take it down to L.A. Find a place to call my own and try to fix up Start a brand new day Thinking of she loved me all up, but I'm so damn today. She's so fine, she's in my mind. I hear her calling. See the lonely boy out on the weekend, trying to make. Cindy and Mark. And that was Neil Young's Out on the Weekend. That's Cindy and Mark. Be pretty, huh? Yeah, what a fun thing to do, you know, with your spouse. I was <laughs> like, thinking that too. I was my thinking, husband and I watch Netflix. I know. Together. <laughs> we, yeah, we watch Netflix too. So I was thinking, isn't it would it be cool to have the husband or the wife who sits around the campfire and is the one that actually plays and sings? I've never had that. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, I'm, I'm the guy drinking the beer. Exactly, enjoying like, the guy who plays ready and to sings. Pop open a beer for that and be like, "Yeah, this is great." Go, Cindy and Mark. Yeah, I mean that in the nicest way possible. I wonder if they get invited to a lot of parties because they could actually sing and play. They're invited to this party anytime, you know? Anytime. So we'll list that as Cindy and Mark uh, Neil Young's out on the weekend. Or is that how you're going to list it? Yeah, Neil Young. Yeah, we'll do. Yep. And you, you'll hear the full version of that at the end of the show, and we'll just play the show out with that whole thing. Well, the next one up, we have Rebecca and Taryn, and let's see what they have for us. One little, two little, three little coaches, four little, five little, six little coaches, seven little, eight little, nine little coaches, ten little coach gents. One little, two little, three little Glens, four little, five little, six little Glens, seven little, eight little, nine little Glens, ten little Kiki Glens. One little, two little, three little Jamies, four little, five little, six little Jamies, seven little, eight little, nine little Jamies, ten little Jumping Jamies, horses in the morning, rocks. They win. Aww. <laughs> New theme song. Yeah, exactly. I need to play that as our opener. How cute is that? That was excellent. How old is Taryn? Oh, I don't think very old. I think uh, like five or something from what I remember. Yeah, pretty young. Awesome. Isn't that cute? So many talented young kids. Yes, yes. And well-written, I might add. Well-written. <laughs> 
Very good. Very nice. Well, Mo uh, did this one and it, and also got the help of a youngster. Now, this is this one is long, so we'll play this one at the end as well. Uh, it is a but it's a reading and it, it's a story, and I think you'll enjoy the whole thing. We're just going to give you about two minutes of it, and then we'll let you enjoy the whole thing at the end. So this is Mo and her little helper. Hi, Horse Radio Network. This is Mo Meyer in sunny South Florida, and I am being assisted today by my niece. Hi, I'm Kendi Pettigrove. Woohoo! I'm so excited right now. <laughs> and how old are you? Seven. Seven. And so we are going to be doing a very dramatic reading. And like, I'm in second grade. And she's in second grade. And so we are working on a reading, and so we're doing a dramatic reading of Kipling, because we're fancy like that here in Boca. Um, but we are reading from Kipling's Just So Stories. So uh, I will be narrating the story, and Kennedy will be playing the part of the camel. Woohoo! Now that's something I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, here we go. This is the next tale, and it tells how the camel got his big hump. In the beginning of years, when the world was so new and all, and the animals were just beginning to work for man, there was a camel. And he lived in the middle of a howling desert because he did not want to work. And besides, he was a howler himself. So he ate sticks and thorns and tamarasks and milkweed and prickles. Ew. Most excruciatingly yeah. idle. And when anybody spoke to him, he said, Humph. Just. Humph. And no more. Presently, the horse. There always has to be a horse in the story. Yes came to him on Monday morning with a saddle on his back and a bit in his mouth and said, Camel, O camel, come out and trot like the rest of us. Humph, said the camel, and the horse went away and told the man. Presently, the dog came to him with a stick in his mouth and said, Camel, O camel, come and fetch and carry like the rest of us. Humph, said the camel, and the dog went away and told the man. Presently, the ox came to him with a yoke on his neck and said, Camel, O camel, come and plow like the rest of us. Humph, said the camel. And the ox went away and told the man. At the end of the day, the man called the horse and the dog and the ox together and said, 303, I am very sorry for you with the world so new and all, but that humph thing in the desert can't work or he would have been here by now. So I am going to leave him alone and you must work double time to make up for it. That made the three very angry with the world so new and all. And they held a palaver and an indaba and a word I cannot pronounce and a powwow on the edge of the desert. And the camel came chewing milkweed most excruciatingly idle and laughed at them. Then he said, humph, and went away again. I like her line. I could do that line. <laughs> I could memorize that one even. I like the two people reading. It's just... I don't know. I like it. It brings a story to life. And the rest of the story will be at the end of the show, so you can take a listen. We wanted to give you a flavor of it because of time. So that was Mo and her little helper. Her oh. little helper is destined to be a star. Yes. For her. A little ham, huh? I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> She's hired. She's hired for Horse Radio Network in a couple of years. And Allison is coming up next. And Allison has to be one of the most perfect listeners we have. She's in college. She trains Mustangs. She's won Mustang makeovers. She's athletic. She's musical. She's disgustingly perfect. So, and she's cute as a button. So Allison also has a talent that she does, and it's the piano. Of course. Because she's perfect. <laughs> Hello, 
Horse Radio Network. This is Auditor Allison Elfrink from Missouri, and this is my submission to the Equestrian Talent Show. I am going to be playing a piece of classical music on the piano, and I will have to flip a page in the middle, so please um, ignore me if I pause slightly. I hope you guys enjoy this. Just perfect. Yeah, let's back up. I'm just going to play you a little song and like every single note a piano can possibly make comes out. Just a little Way song. To go, Allison. My little song would be ding, 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 ding. Two fingers. <laughs> little, little chopsticks. Yeah, little one. chopsticks. Yeah, that'd be my little song right there. Allison, that was terrific. Wow. Good job, Allison. I don't know what she has time. She has like a lot of horses and she trains Mustangs and she does the makeovers and she goes to college. I really don't know what she has time. I'm not even sure when she has time to listen to the show, <laughs> but apparently she <laughs> she's does. one of those people that listens to it at four times the speed. I think exactly. <laughs> well, if you were listening to Allison there at double speed, that sounded like <laughs> <laughs> we forgot to warn people. You might want to turn off your fast <laughs> listening before work. the show. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, like everyone is singing so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> They're all too fast. <laughs> All right, this next one is Rick. And uh, so that would be listed as Allison, perfect Allison piano. Uh, (laughs) Rick is the next up. Master, have you finished the parts list for the creature you are building this year for Halloween? Not yet, Igor. Is there a problem? The horses you built a few years ago have fallen apart. I need some new horses to pull the wagons. You could go next door and borrow the four horses of the apocalypse. But master, I can't control them. They bolt and then they cause all kinds of problems. I seem to remember someone else that bolts. But that's beside the point. You could pull out four of the monsters from the dungeon and train them. How could I train them in such a short time? Igor, since you turned me on to podcasting, I found this program called the Horse Radio Network. I've been listening to it while I've been down in the laboratory, and there are some things on there you may be able to use with the monsters. Find the episodes with someone called Mary, uh... Kitzmuller, Kitzmiller, oh, I don't know. She talks about some kind of clicker training. You might be able to use that. Okay, Master, I'll try that. I think I've seen something about them on some kind of documentary. I'll let you know how it works with the monsters. Just let me know as soon as you can. 
I'll get the list finished up for the parts for the new monster. <laughs> A plus for production value. Yes, yes. We had the voices and the and the music and the writing. That was Rick doing. So that was a one man show. Yes, exactly. All we needed was that drums kit, and he'd been fine. Yeah. So uh, that was Rick. Well we'll done, call that Rick. call Rick Boris is what we'll call that one. All right. And then uh, Sarah's up next, right? Yeah. Sarah. Right. Yay, Sarah. Now, this is mini Sarah, um, who I think most of our listeners know who mini Sarah is. She just did a kidney transplant. She happens to drive a blind mini named Taz. So this is Sarah driving her blind mini singing. Home, home on the range Where the deer and the antelope play Where seldom is heard A discouraging word And the skies are not cloudy all day Thank you! (laughs) (laughs) I love the mini how did she, did she make him do that? How did I she do know. that? Sarah, that was amazing. I don't know if she inserted that later or, or the pony just did, or the mini just did it. I don't know, but I'm I, just going to say he did it. We have a couple he more. He must coming. be a smooth mini that yes. she's not bouncing all over the well, cart either. You know, yeah, she impressive. uses that mini for mounted shooting. She uh, does dr- mounted driving where she drives the cart around and shoots the balloons uh, with her blind mini. So now picture this bl- little blight, white blind mini driving around, can't see anything, doing a pattern while she's shooting. Now, that could have been a very exciting talent to record. <laughs> yes, it could. Might have blown your speakers yeah, out. Yeah, Sarah. Hey, Sarah, you should have been shooting your gun at the same time. That would have just finished it right there. Oh, my. Next year. Next, Next year, year, Sarah. Sarah. We're raising the bar for you. <laughs> and we're glad she's doing so well now. She just had that transplant, what, about two months ago. So, uh, good for her. And now coming up, we have Karina, who is doing a haiku. Hello, this is Karina Marote from Stanwood, Washington, and... These are my entries for the Equestrians Got Talent. I've written three haikus, and for those of you who aren't familiar with haikus, it's basically a 17-syllable description or short story. And the pattern goes, the first line is five syllables, the second is seven, and then the third is five. So here goes. Glenn the Geek coached Jen, the Horse Radio Network circus ringleaders. My second one is Mary Kitzmiller, undiscipled horsemanship, forever learning. And my third one is crazy chicken queen, kind, soft heart, lucky's well-named Mustang advocate. So I think you know who that last one is about. (laughs) I think we have an idea. (laughs) All right. Have fun. Bye. I'm glad she explained what a haiku was because I never quite got haikus. Yeah, normally they're like like you see them maybe painted on a lovely, you know, portrait of nature. So right. I'm just imagining you know, like a like a beautiful shot of your farm in Ocala with with my haiku. The geek. Yeah. Yes, in the corner. <laughs> That's funny. Beautiful work, Karina. Well done. All right, last one for this week and then y'all can go vote. This is Beth, Betsy Sw- uh cut there. Jeez can't talk today three two one last one for today this is betsy and i think you're going to enjoy it this is a good one to take us out 
is If I Only Had a Horse by Betsy Swanson. If I had a dog or kitten, I'd feed him, hug and kiss him, but I'd rather have a horse. Birds and bunnies, snakes and fishes could not satisfy my wishes, cause I really want a horse. I would love a big black Frisian with flowing hair or waving or little dapple gray. Appaloosa, roan or pinto, buckskin bay or palomino, just as long as it's a horse. A horse I can depend on to take me for a ride, or one that I could hitch up for a drive, or rescue one. I need some love. I could ride dressage at Devon. My style would impress them, or trail ride with my friends. I'd jump any kind of fencing. I might even try eventing if I only had a horse. I'd look awesome riding western with my buckle and my stetson. We'd win the pleasure class. I could spin and slide and reining, rope a cow or do pole bending if I only had a horse. Non-horse people can't believe it, they don't see why I need it, the muck, the sweat and hair. But I'm happy at the farm, my therapist lives in the barn, and she winnies just for me. A friend I can depend on to chase my blues away. I can get high just from smelling hay. You see, of course, I need my horse. My parents thought that I'd outgrow it. They really should have known it would never go away. Now I'm a grandma over 50 with a horse who's really nifty and I love her every day. Wow, that was amazing. That was awesome. She, she, uh, that's another new theme song I yeah, think we all need she, in our life. She wrote that. That was so cool. Very and well sing, done. Man, Betsy, good job. <laughs> well done, Betsy. But we'll call that Betsy if I only had a horse. So let's review. We had Cindy and Mark, the couple there, doing Neil Young's Out on the Weekend. And we'll hear more about more of that later at the end of the show. We also had Rebecca and Taryn. Remember, one little, two little, all about us. And then we had Mo and Kennedy doing their reading. And we're going to hear the rest of that at the end of the show as well. We had Perfect Allison doing her piano recital. Uh, then we had Sarah, Mini Sarah, on the uh, driving her little little mini Taz and singing Home on the Range. We had Karina doing her haikus. And then we ended with Betsy, If Only I Had a Horse. Now it's time for you to vote. So go to horse go to equestrianshavetalent.com equestrianshavetalent.com you'll see week two there and you can vote on this week's winner we'll also have a player so that you can play it listen to it again if you're not quite sure you can take a listen right on the page and then at the end and next thursday when the next episode comes out we'll announce the winner of this week and that person will also go into the finals we'll have three people in the finals then in week four so this is it uh kristen I don't know would you i don't know who i'd vote for yeah once again it's a hard 
A hard call. There's <laughs> so many talented people out there. You guys are fabulous. You really are. So send it or get your votes in. We want everybody to go vote and pick your winners. As they say at America's Got Talent, you have to vote and pick the one you want or the one you want will be gone. So go do it. Did I look? Did I sound like Tyra Banks when I said that? It just, yeah, you yeah, had me fooled. Yeah, I'm, I'm as sexy as her, too. And now this week's product review, and we'll play you the full versions of those files that we had earlier in the segment. part of the Stable Scoop show. It's time for product review. And I've got auditor Nicole McKean with me here today. Hi, McK- Hi, Nicole. Hi, Jennifer. How are you doing? I'm doing great. What wonderful product did you get to test and review? So I was lucky enough that I got to test the Ovation Olympia Tall Dress Boots. The Olympia Tall Dress And they are dress boots, which means they do not have laces. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, they're designed for dressage. All righty. Now, your Olympia Tall Show Boots black dress style. Uh, first off, how was the fit in that when you ordered size whatever, did you did they fit about the way you thought they did or did they run big or little? So they fit very true to size. And what I really love about these boots is not only do you order them in the foot size, so for example, I'm a size seven, uh, but you also can customize your calf uh, width. So it comes in slim, regular, or wide. And same thing with the height. It comes in three different sizes. Oh, wow. Uh, So they've got a really good size chart on the website. So it feels like a custom fit. Basically, you're getting kind of three different options. Uh, in the size. So I measured my leg according to the size chart and they fit perfectly when they arrived. How nice is that? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Now, some of the features on these boots, are they the zip up the back kind? They are the zip up. It's a full zipper up the back. Um, And what I really like is they have a zipper guard at the bottom. So kind of often where your zipper can catch, they have a nice little it's a very elegant kind of leather clasp that goes over the bottom and then again at the top. So it kind of keeps the zipper protected, um, which is really cool. And it looks really nice as well. So that's great. That's a nice feature too. Are they elasticized mm-hmm. or not? Because these they are all the things that they put in boots a, now, you know. They do have a little bit of elastic kind of at the top. So there's a little bit of give there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's discreet. So it really kind of flows nicely with the leather panel. So it's not as though it's a big kind of elastic um, chunk. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. it looks kind of obvious if the elastic's a different color than the boot. Um, but it's really discreet. Uh, so you really can't see it. But it gives you that extra little give if you need it. Now, your tall dress boots, were they going to be used in what discipline? So they're going to be used for dressage. So it was actually really perfect timing because the zipper um, on my current uh, show boots has just gone on me. So um, I was super happy to have these arrive. Um, So I've been using them for schooling. I'm not showing this year, but they're definitely really elegant and would be beautiful enough for the show ring. Um, But they're really comfortable uh, enough that I can kind of school in them every day. They're comfortable to walk around in because with dressage boots, they often are very stiff. 
um, because the dressage rider likes a nice kind of solid leg. So these do give you a nice solid leg, but they have a little bit more give in them. So they're very easy to break in um, and they're comfortable enough that I can walk around the barn uh, when I get off the horse and not need to take them off right away, which is great. Yeah, some of some of the dress, the boots that are marketed specifically to the to the dressage community, you end up walking a little bit like the Tin Man in the Wizard of Oz. Oh yeah, not comfortable <laughs> off the horse at all. So they fit pretty true to size. Now, do these have the spur rests on them? They do have spur rests on them. Yes. Very useful if you're a spur wearer. Now, were there any features about this boot that you wish it had or that you didn't much care for? No. So they have a really, what I really like probably most is they have a really nice square toe. Um, So it's, it's still, they're kind of rounded edges, but it's a square toe. So I really like the shape of the foot the shape of the top. So they've got the Spanish top. So the outside, um, the leather comes up a little higher on the leg than the inside. Uh, so they're just really pretty boots. Um, and like I said, they broke in almost immediately. So they have something I looked on the website. It's called a Euro instep. So it kind of makes it to where your heels would bend. Um, it's a little bit softer than the rest of the boot. So it, you're able to keep your heels down nicely and that's what makes them comfortable for walking as well. So yeah. What a thoughtful uh, feature. I would change it off. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the, the, let me make sure I get the name of this boot. Correct. Go over here. There we go. Olympia tall show boots in black and they are by ovation and they are on horselovers.com. And the price right now as we record this is $211.50. So you can check them. Yeah, I think they're on sale right now. They're on sale right now. That's right. So check them out at Mm horselovers.com. And thank you very much, Nicole McKean, for coming on and reviewing this product. Thank you so much, Jennifer. It's great to talk to you.
pictures on the wall that make me look up from her big brass bed. Radio Network. This is Mo Meyer in sunny South Florida, and I am being assisted today by my niece. Hi, I'm Kendi Pettigrew. Woohoo! I'm so excited right now. <laughs> and how old are you? Seven. Seven. And so we are going to be doing a very dramatic reading. And I'm in second grade. And she's in second grade. And so we are working on a reading, and so we're doing a dramatic reading of Kipling, because we're fancy like that here in Boca. Um, but we are reading from Kipling's Just So Stories. So uh, I will be narrating the story, and Kennedy will be playing the part of the camel. Woohoo! Now that's something I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, here we go. This is the next tale, and it tells how the camel got his big hump. In the beginning of years, when the world was so new and all, and the animals were just beginning to work for man, there was a camel, and he lived in the middle of a howling desert because he did not want to work. And besides, he was a howler himself. So he ate sticks and thorns and tamarisks and milkweed and prickles, ew, most excruciatingly idle. And when anybody spoke to him, he said, Humph. Just humph. And no more. Presently, the horse, there always has to be a horse in the story. Yes. Came to him on Monday morning with a saddle on his back and a bit in his mouth and said, Camel, O oh camel, come out and trot like the rest of us. Humph, said the camel, and the horse went away and told the man. Presently, the dog came to him with a stick in his mouth and said, Camel, O oh camel, come and fetch and carry like the rest of us. Humph, said the camel, and the dog went away. And told the man. Presently the ox came to him with the yoke on his neck and said, Camel, O oh camel, come and plow like the rest of us. Humph, said the camel. And the ox went away and told the man. At the end of the day, the man called the horse and the dog and the ox together and said, Three, O oh three, I am very sorry for you with the world so new and all, but that humph thing in the desert can't work or he would have been here by now. So I am going to leave him alone, and you must work double time to make up for it. 
That made the three very angry with the world so new and all. And they held a palaver and an indaba and a word I cannot pronounce and a powwow on the edge of the desert. And the camel came chewing milkweed most excruciatingly idle and laughed at them. Then he said, Humph! And went away again. I think the camels may be part pony. Yeah. Presently, they came along the jinn. That's like a genie. Yeah. In charge of all deserts, rolling in a cloud of dust. Jinns always travel that way because it is magic. Cool. <laughs> and he stopped to palaver and powwow with the three. Jinn of all deserts, said the horse. Is it right for anyone to be idle with the world so new and all? Certainly not, said the jinn. Well, said the horse. There's a thing in the middle of your howling desert, and he's a howler himself, with a long neck and long legs, and he hasn't done a stroke of work since Monday morning. He won't trot. Whew, said the jinn whistling. That's my camel for all the gold in Arabia. What does he say about it? He says, Hump, said the dog, and he won't fetch and carry. Does he say anything else? Only, Hump, and he won't plow, said the ox. Very good, said the jinn. I'll, Hump, him, if you will kindly wait a moment. The jinn rolled himself up in his dust cloak and took a bearing across the desert and found the camel most excruciatingly idle, looking at his own reflection in a pool of water. My long and bubbling friend, said the jinn, what's this I hear of you doing no work with the world so new and all? Humph, said the camel. The jinn sat down with his chin in his hand and began to think a great magic, while the camel looked at his own reflection in the pool of water. You've given the three extra work ever since Monday morning, all on account of your excruciatingly idleness, said the jinn, and he went on thinking magic with his chin in his hand. Humph said the camel. I wouldn't say that again if I were you, said the jinn. You might say it once too often. Bubbles, I want you to work. And the camel said, Huh. <gasps> again. But no sooner had he said it than he saw his back that he was so proud of, puffing up and puffing up into a great big lolloping. Huh. Do you see that, said the jinn? That's your very own. Huh. That you've brought upon your very own self by not working. Today is Thursday, and you've done no work since Monday, when the work began. Now you're going to work. How can I, said the camel, with this hump on my back? That's made a purpose, said the jinn, all because you missed those three days. You will be able to work now for three days without eating, because you can live on your hump. And don't you ever say I never did anything for you. Come out of the desert and go to the three and behave hump. yourself. And the camel... Humphed himself, humph, and all, and went away to join the three. And from that day to this, the camel always wears a hump. We call it a hump now, though, not to hurt his feelings. But he's never yet caught up with the three days that he missed at the beginning of the world, and he has never yet learned how to behave. I I get where the part, like, I get the whole part of the story that he didn't do work. Yeah, he's that's lazy. The, yeah. Yeah. Do you think that's why Nana would read us that story? Yes. Yeah, we didn't really like that yeah, story. Yeah, that's really boring. Yeah, and then she would ask, then she would re- really tell us to do chores. And you could, yeah. what could you say? Because you couldn't say humph. Well, if, if, so if she, if I were you, yeah. and she was telling us this story and she just finished and she wanted us to do her chores, then what I would do is I would say, Humph and walk away. 
Yeah. So Nana was like this really short lady with wooden spoons that could run really fast. And she would chase you with the wooden spoons and smack you in the booty. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's funny. What does the camel say? Humph!